Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm very happy to be joined on the show by Grammy-nominated chart-topping duo Good Boys, uh, who released their first single of the year, Black and Blue, at the end of January via Atlantic. Uh, boys, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hello. We're very good, thank you. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's, you're, uh, it's all good, man. You're, uh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure to be, uh, to be chatting to you both today. Um, how are things? Where are you joining us from? Uh, we're at our studio in Soho, somewhere somewhere in the deep depths of Soho. <laughs> Soho, London. I know there's, there's lots of Soho yeah. around the world, but we're in London, Soho, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, okay, great. What have you been up to recently, boys? Have you both, I mean, you know, pretty, it goes without saying, you've both been pretty busy on the music side. Um, but have you kind of had enough projects to keep you busy at the moment? Has it been, has it been pretty full on? Yeah, it's, it's been wicked. I mean, obviously, we've been putting a big focus on uh, all things good boys. We've been getting black and blue, which, uh, you know, our new single ready for release and mm-hmm. doing all the things you have to do for that. And um, working on a bunch of new music. We we had a meeting the other day. We played 17 new songs. Oh, wow. So uh, we've been really locked in the studio, just creating, creating, creating. Sick. Uh, sounds good. Sounds good. So... Obviously, the last couple of years have been pretty mad, um, but I think f- for you guys, it's been it's been quite beneficial. Obviously, there's you know it's been a horrific situation with the pandemic, but there's a few, there's been a few silver linings I think to to the situation as far as creativity goes. Like you say, getting locked in in the studio um, and yeah. just really focusing on on making new music. But when when this first come about, what kind of what was the situation for you guys? Like when the pandemic first hit. Um, was it, I mean, it looks pretty bleak for a lot of artists, um, especially on the live side, um, when, when obviously it first yeah. came about. I think for us, we've always, well, we, we initially started out our career just as kind of studio guys, uh, predominantly. We would do a little bit of DJing here and there. Mm. Um, and so when the touring really started to kick off, kind of 2019, 2020, uh, obviously we went into lockdown. Um, but I think it was, it was hard and it's been hard for everyone, but I think the pandemic allowed us to stop and go back in the studio and really kind of try and carve out a new sound and, um, a new direction and figure out who we want to be. So we're trying to look at it like a blessing in disguise because Mm. yeah, you never know what you would be making right now if things were still open and we were still on tour and we didn't have as much time and headspace. So um, it's been good in that respect. Obviously it's been, it's been tough. um, But I think, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to look at it (laughs) positively at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So do you guys feel like you've done that? Do you feel like you've kind of developed your sound a little bit, maybe changed a few things um, and, and kind of, yeah do you feel like you've kind of developed your sound matured it a little bit maybe yeah i mean it's it we are rise to sort of like being doing what we're doing now is very different to a lot of people we didn't as an artist project we hadn't been you know working together for five years and then we had a hit song you know our first song was um but became a massive hit and uh and it was it was a little bit difficult because after that you're like, well, okay, so what do we sound like? Because <laughs> you know, no, not many people's first song is like the big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, I think we've had to like almost like rewind a little bit and go like, actually, okay, so like 
you know, do do almost the two years that we would have done that most people do before their big hit. Um, we've done as these last like two years, yeah, during the pandemic. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's it sounds like you guys have kind of come out better than uh than a, than most. You know, like just um, really getting locked in in the studio, like you say. Um, I'm curious to know um who kind of does what out of you guys i mean obviously you're kind of production duo so i I imagine you're pinging back ideas to each other all the time um but who uh, yeah who does who does what do you kind of start with a melody or or a beat first obviously you guys have got that kind of signature pitch down vocal um curious to know whose vocal that is as well um and yeah all that kind of stuff yeah well uh well you're listening to the voice right now of (laughs) me josh and uh no we uh so yeah i i sing um but ethan and i we both make we write all the songs together and you know we we're blessed to be able to write songs for not just ourselves but lots of other people as well so i guess in the studio we normally start with like an idea or like a concept and then that's that's kind of our process is like we write the song and then we do the production kind of afterwards Mm -hmm. because um i don't know uh, I know it's slightly different for like more clubbier stuff, but we generally feel like the song should be able to stand up on its own just over piano. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, and then everything else is, is like, you know, a completely different side of it almost. And we both do produce um, if we're kind of left to our own devices, if we're on our own in the studio or something and we need to get mm. an idea of the line. I think we were introduced to people when we, first started doing music because uh we were kind of just producing out of our bedrooms um before yeah. before we were introduced to any kind of limelight um, and we do still produce that out of our bedrooms <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of the time needs must especially yeah. during lockdown <laughs> um but i think um it, it, over lockdown there was way more um collaboration for every dj because people realized how easy it was to just jump on a zoom or send beats back and forth and um, I think one thing we've really started to let go of is feeling like we need to do it all ourselves. And mm. we're big fans of other DJs. So we like to reach out to people who, A, we're fans of, but B, can do one thing really well and they do it the best. And I think that's what we've started to lean into more recently, like with people like uh, Moore, we're huge fans of, and Vintage Culture. Yeah. Um, and, you know, coming alongside them and and, and kind of like, opening up the kind of collaboration window and being like oh you do that thing amazing you know let's work on something together yeah it must be quite enjoyable uh collaborating like that with with uh other people doing you know like-minded artists and and producers um have you guys got any favorites that you've worked with recently i know you've done a bunch of remixes and and do you find that side of it quite enjoyable as well yeah i mean well we love doing the remixes because um, it's almost like it's it's you get to have a release without any of the pressure of having a release. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're not really having to deal with the like music industry stuff, but you still get to put out music, and um, it's good fun. I think we. Th- who would you say we've loved working with most? Um, we've. Oh, it's it's hard to say. I was going to say it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a loaded question because I imagine you've you know you've worked with so many over the last year or two. Um, 
But yeah, yeah, and it's a loaded question as well because I can see that you're trying to get the scoop on uh, who our uh, <laughs> who our new releases are with. Um, we 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 obviously um, had a backlog of songs that we'd done with other DJs before lockdown. Yeah, and those songs started to come out. So uh, we did. We've done singles for people like PS One. Mm-hmm. You know, we're still writing um, with and for Medusa. Like we've been working Sick. with. I don't know. There's there's a lot of people. The basically the people who uh, stuff's coming out with. I won't say. But we, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we 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 had songs that we'd written with like Sieve. Um, we'd sent some stuff to Iman Beck when he was when he just released Roses mm-hmm. uh, again because we were just like big fans and um, yeah, those things came out mid lockdown and that was kind of fun because it wasn't necessarily the music we usually make. Mm. Um, but it was like you know a fun kind of muscle to. Mm to flex yeah uh, for sure in the creative process you know yeah 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 definitely definitely and as i mentioned at the start of the call boys black and blue um first single of of 2022 uh came out 28th of january via atlantic um tell us a little bit about that track because i mean how did it come together was it written and recorded entirely in lockdown um how did it how did it all come together well we uh the backstory speaking of writing for other people and working with other <laughs> artists, we actually were on a writing camp for Galantis okay. um, of, of all people. <laughs> and uh, we'd written a song, uh, a, a completely different song. And we had to send the song by, I think it was 6 PM. Yeah. It was like upload the song to drop yeah, by 6 PM. <laughs> and, um, and it was like 10 past five and we'd done the song. So we were like, Oh, it got like, you know, 45 minutes should we just try and blast out another idea and we were like oh yeah but we might as well do something for us because you know we've done the galantis idea and um we just literally made and recorded the whole thing probably 80 percent of what you're hearing on the final version mm. um was done in that 45 minutes oh wow um and it's it's the original vocal we never re-recorded it um uh, except for adding in the middle eight. So okay. literally it was just, it was just one of those magic moments in the studio where like everything came together. Mm-hmm. It was the right idea at the right time. And like, we had amazing people in the studio with us on that day. Yeah. We were with our friends, Punctual and Cam Warren, who's a, a great writer. And I think because there was so much time pressure uh, or, or lack of pressure, maybe uh, we didn't dwell too long on like, you know, being overly complicated yes. with yeah. uh, hooks or lyrics. I think everything just started to fall into place. And sometimes when you write two songs in one day, you feel a lot looser by the second song because you've already bagged a great song. Uh, so you're a little bit more confident and you're less worried about whether you think that last idea is good or not. And I think that you can kind of, uh, yeah, feel that a little bit. Freedom, because, yeah. yeah. you feel the freedom. Honestly, in I, I just remember I was like jumping. For like 45 minutes like this is sick this is so good and you kind of feel the energy that we had but i mean the the the, the verse and pre are obviously quite serious mm-hmm. but the energy that we had in the room you can feel in the chorus because it has that kind of r&b type um melodic structure to it so yeah. i feel like yeah. you, you can feel how like you know pumped we were in the room and and, and we weren't yeah we were just willing to let the hook kind of speak for itself and, and, and not kind of overthink things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a banging track. And I, that was going to be my next question actually um, for our listeners. Unfortunately, I can't play 
uh, any of it on on the air, so to speak. But that was, like I said, that was going to be my next question for our listeners. Could you sort of maybe describe the kind of vibe of the track? Um, but you've pretty much done that with sort of, kind of you know uh, melodic hooks and and guitar and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, I probably I probably just describe it as the best song you're going to hear this year. <laughs> there we go. That's a joke. There That's a joke. <laughs> no, good stuff. Good stuff. No, it sounds like it came together really nicely though. Um, sometimes like you say, uh, when you've got um, a little bit of time pressure, uh, the best ideas come out of, of those situations, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And that was, it was a very similar situation uh, to when we wrote Peace of Your Heart as well. Um, okay. You know, our first, collaboration yeah, yeah. with was the same kind of literally again like a 45 minute song just vibing and almost like having a joke so maybe <laughs> maybe we should uh do 45 minute sessions only and and just you know have a great life yeah yeah and yeah. it actually was so good because off the back of that track um we found that we really enjoyed working with punctual and, and cam um and so we, we'd never worked with them before. We were all kind of meeting for the first or second time. So uh, we ended up, you know, jumping back straight in the studio with Punctual the next week just to kind of like hash out some ideas. And, and um, yeah, ended we've up done like a month literally in the studio with those guys. Yeah, now. and it's been super productive. So, um, you know, the, the song is great and, it, and, it, and we're obviously gassed that it came together the way it did, but yeah, it's yeah. actually led to a lot of music being made, which is ultimately the goal, I guess. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. I want to go back a little bit as well, boys. Just just touch on this briefly um, before we talk about what you've got coming up this year. Um, how did you guys actually first meet and, and get into music production and DJing? Um, was it always something that you saw yourselves doing, you know, sort of from a young age or did it, you know, how did it, how did it happen? Well, we kind of met, we, we had a mutual friend, which is my oldest brother, um, okay. and we kind of knew of each other for a little while. We, but uh, I knew that Josh did music and, and we'd kind of joked about doing like a project. And then as we got to know each other better, we started to realize our music tastes like really, really aligned. Yeah. Um, and so, oops, sorry, sorry, <laughs> my parking alarm going off. Um, we realized that our, our, uh, our music tastes aligned more than we realized. Um, and I knew that Josh was a really good writer and I was a aspiring wannabe DJ bedroom producer. Um, so I feel like we, at the point of um, Peace of Your Heart being made, um, the the Medusa boys reached out and obviously Josh had vocaled it. Um, and we were presuming that they were going to get some fancy feature artist in to, to feature on the record, but they said they wanted to keep it. And then we had the conversation about, okay, let's maybe do this thing for real where we have, a, you know, let, let's go and, and try and make a go of this um, yeah, yeah. DJing thing. And I think at the time we thought that perhaps it was going to be a cooler underground deep house record and best case scenario, we could earn a couple hundred quid at the weekends mm. DJing. Yeah. It. <laughs> I, I can remember being in the car with Ethan and being like, I will be, so gassed if PC Your Heart gets a million streams. Yeah, and um, a few more than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly how many, but we got a plaque for PC Your Heart and Lose Control together the other day for five billion streams. Wow. Which is just, I don't even know where. Where does somebody? Where do you even? What have you ever seen five billion of? Like you, <laughs> you can't even imagine that number. But we, 
I think we had absolutely no idea what was going to happen. And we were basically just two mates having fun making songs in our bedroom. Yeah. You know, before that, we were making songs like with Ethan with a, a German accent saying house is life and with a tech house beat. <laughs> So, hence why in lockdown we had to go back you know rediscover our roots yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. i feel like with peace of your heart though you boys really brought that sound um kind of into the mainstream the way the way it blew up was was just quite insane really um i don't i think it was i don't think we'd really heard anything like that before yeah i think it was really exciting to be part of because that sound kind of already existed, but it was much more underground. And I don't think yeah. being part of the the movement, so to speak, that got it the recognition that it deserved was really like exciting for us because it it it's like anything. It's like you know, a lot of these subgenres kind of already exist, um, but I think that for whatever reason, it, it caught everyone's ears in a really kind of like popular culture way. Yeah. Um, which took it to radio and which took it to dance floors. Um, and so I know the Medusa boys are really like proud that they kind of, you know, get to lead the charge on that one because it, it it's getting, you know, it's shining a light on a category of dance music that didn't necessarily get any, um, yeah, much attention. Yeah, for sure. And now, now you see it everywhere, which is amazing. It is, it really is everywhere. And I mean, you know, when it came out, few years ago it was just it was just everywhere i mean it, it still is it's it's being played on the radio heavily and um yeah i mean it's done it's it's unreal i mean like you were just saying the billions of streams i'm looking at your uh your spotify page now 12 million monthly listeners um which is just like you know just goes to show that that your music's continuing to be popular and like you know that obviously kick-started things for you guys piece of your heart but that's been remixed umpteen times. Um, I mean, the A-Lock remix is, has got 220 mil streams in itself. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. it's it's quite mad. But um, I, I mean, again, another another loaded question, I guess. Um, what's sort of been the highlight for you guys over the last couple of years? As, as Peace of Your Heart, one of those, I would, I would imagine it is. Yeah, I think we, well, Peace of Your Heart was nominated for a Grammy um, yeah. for Best Electronic dance recording i think which is which is obviously an amazing honor yeah i think for me personally um that one of the highlights was um lose control yeah. because um you know you have peace of your heart and in the back of your mind is like oh my goodness like are we actually even good at this was this a fluke were we one hit wonder and then you know peace of your heart uh, sorry lose control you know we we probably wrote like in excess of, I don't know, 30 or 40 songs before we got to lose control. Really, And yeah, yeah. Literally we were in a studio every single day for like months with Medusa um, and, and every writer you can imagine. And, you know, when that song did probably just as well now, um, it kind of was like a bit of a breath of fresh air because it was like, oh, thank goodness that like, yeah. we are actually we make like more bangers yeah, yeah. really hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do a follow-up just in any any, any category of like music and yeah. um i think you know the swerve the one hit wonder bullet is very 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 <laughs> difficult and so i think that was like one of the highlights um yeah that in a weird way that was one of the highlights yeah for me. definitely yeah 
No, both. Capital, we, we did a thing at Capital yeah. Summertime Ball as well in Wembley Stadium. That was another highlight. Yeah, that it was meant, scary, but it was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a... I can imagine that's a, a pretty gig, pretty, pretty big gig uh, to play that one. Um, but yeah, immense, immense. Um, I mean, while we're on that on that uh, topic, what what have you guys got planned this year in terms of of gigs? Obviously, things are uh, kind of getting back to normal. I know a few things have been cancelled already this year, and some things are going ahead. But um, what's the uh, what's the plan for you guys? Are there any you know, festival slots booked in already. I I would imagine there's uh, quite a bit going on. Yeah, they're starting to come through now. <clears throat> Obviously, everyone's got mild trust issues when you get booked because <laughs> things come and things go. Yeah, so yeah. I think, you you know, we want to hold it tightly and loosely um, just to kind of manage expectations. But yeah, things are really like starting to uh, come across the desk, so to speak. Yeah, and, we've got um, some, like there's a couple of big festivals in Europe and we're i don't know two-thirds of the way to getting our us visas as well okay so, so that that will obviously be uh open up a whole new world to us which has been um a long time in the making with covid so yeah um maybe uh try and get out there to do some shows and i think um we we've we've kind of grown up going to um specialist shows as well like i don't really know the, the, the correct terminology but the more like um, you know, we love like the warehouse project. We love going yeah. to like ministry on the kind of clubby nights and print works. And, yeah, yeah. Um, so really, kind of um, wanting to just because of COVID and just before, I guess during the PC Heart time, 2019, 2020, we were doing a lot of like major shows. Um, just having the headspace to explore that kind of world and 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 getting invites to the the more like specialist dance tents we're really excited for because that's also something we really love doing. And this year we have already um, a bunch of releases planned on more sort of specialist labels and with more club oriented music. So yeah. that is kind of one of our big shifts for the next season is getting back to what we love. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, that Again, that was going to be my, uh, my next question. I was going to ask what's in the uh, pipeline release wise uh this year but it sounds like um sounds like there's plenty to look forward to yeah and you know we at the same time we're signed to atlantic records so we have like uh we're going to be releasing some more sort of um more tracks like black and blue and some more um sort of poppier more commercial stuff and alongside that so this is the year of lots of music from good boys (laughs) okay for a little while (laughs) releases We've stayed above water, but I think now we've uh, we've backlogged ourselves. So it's just a matter of uh, yeah, just firing them out and um, getting back to it. You know, getting getting the feeling of um, yeah, we're, getting the good feeling when you can play people music you've been holding on to for like two years. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. there's anything really like that. It's like knowing that you had it the whole time, but you couldn't. You just for the life of you couldn't get it out. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, now now hopefully everything's in order. Yeah, wicked. Well, amazing. Yeah, that's um, that's very exciting. And, and uh, you know, I'm a big fan. So that's, um, you know, very, very much looking forward to to seeing what you guys are up to this year. And um, and I'm sure our listeners uh, will be very excited too. Um, boys, it's been great chatting today for the purposes of the podcast. I'm going to say some goodbyes now. But thank you so much for joining us. It's um, It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having us. We've loved it. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.